the Chiefs Bros Podcast. My name is Andrew. This guy over here is Jonathan. We are ready to bring you some hot Chiefs takes ahead of the Eagles game. Jonathan, how are you feeling? Um, okay. Yeah. I'm feeling, considering our record, I'm not too bad. Considering the record? Yeah. For, for a fan of a losing record team, feeling all right? Um, yeah. I'm probably the most confident of all the teams whose record is one and two. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Jonathan, much like uh, the Steve Miller Band, we are looking into the future. Mm. Done dwelling on the past. Yeah. That's all. That's all gone. And we have something coming up with Eagles. We do. There's also yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so we, we talked in uh, in our last podcast about how we were going to kind of try to do a little scouting on the Eagles when they play the Cowboys. Yeah, I didn't do much scouting. Uh, well, I can tell you my scouting report. What's that? Uh, they're not so great. Oh. Yeah. Um, Was your scouting report watching some Monday Night Football? Well, yeah. Okay. Just until the All-22 <laughs> comes out, you know. In that case, I also scattered at the <laughs> Eagles. Um, yeah, I don't want to get too heavy into it immediately, um, but not looking great. This is not normally a game that I would think would be too competitive playing the Chiefs, but let me tell you something, okay? A couple weeks ago, when we played the Ravens, before we played the Ravens, uh, I talked about that being a trap game for me as a fan. Yeah. And boy, was it. Mm, you yeah. were correct in that. Yeah, yeah, we... Uh, did not come prepared as a fan. Didn't really have my, myself prepared in the right mentality. Nope. That, yeah, the loss just kind of blindsided me. Um, so now that we're playing what I would consider to be an inferior opponent, I am, I am taking it seriously. I'm taking it one game at a time. Mm. Uh, any given Sunday, you know. Yeah. The Eagles, Eagles could, be, could beat us. Let, let me ask you this, Andrew. Yeah. Are you looking forward to the challenge of playing the Eagles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a quality organization. Do they have talented players? Lots of them. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, every NFL team has NFL <laughs> players, you know? Those guys work real hard. I think I like what they're, what they're doing there. I would just love for one of these guys like Andy Reid or Bill Belichick to get up there and like they're playing like the Bengals next week and just be like, yeah, I don't know. These guys suck. Oh, you can take it as, a, you can take it as an inverse compliment from, from Bill Belichick whenever he talks really great about you. That oh, means yeah. he thinks you suck. Yeah, that means he's about to destroy you. Yeah. Um, I think of the Eagles, especially since this is Andy Reid revenge game. Yeah. Yeah. I think of the Eagles being kind of like that ex who settled, you know? Like it was your ex, but then they got someone who doesn't even compare to you. Yeah. Or like maybe, maybe, right now, maybe right a couple. Right. Yeah. Or, well, not just coaches. Because then like, yeah, after, after the Eagles broke up with Andy Reid, uh, they tried, well, they tried Chip Kelly. Oh my gosh. Huh. Yeah, that was like the... Uh, it was a crazy girl. The bad boy phase. Yeah. For the girl. 
I don't know. The, the, Wait, are the Eagles a girl or a boy? The genders this of this this uh, analogy here are getting confused. Um, <laughs> then they then they 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 wanted you back, so they got the replacement in Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. It's like no, it's got a totally different. It's nothing like Andy Reid. <laughs> this guy reminds me of Andy Reid. Andy Reid talks about you know cheesesteaks and burgers. Doug Peterson talks about ice cream. He likes RPOs too. Yeah, same guy. Uh, that didn't work out for him. What do you know? Shocker. Whoa, hold on now. Yeah. I mean, they won the Super Bowl, so... Uh, that I, was don't, one. I don't know how in the world you say that didn't work They won out. one Super Bowl, yes. Well, yeah, they won one Super Bowl. Lots of teams have won one Super Bowl. Okay, they fired him. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're an Eagles fan, you're I think you're happy with what happened. Like, not the way it ended, obviously, but looking back, you're like, yeah, we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So now they're trying it with Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Who I remember being like a quality control coach or something on the Chiefs or like a receivers coach or something. Mm-hmm. I could not believe when he was hired as a head coach. Anyhow. He's, a, he's an interesting looking dude. Have you seen him? He's very Italian. He looks, um, I don't know how to describe him. You you describe like Vic Fangio as having like vice principal energy. I yeah. also get kind of that, except he's more like, he looks like an assistant coach to me. He does. He's got kind of that, like, like that, that he, a little bit of neurosis going. He doesn't look like the guy that should be like fully mentally stable. He's like that really crazy coach that when like the team's playing bad, get, get him in there and do something crazy. He's like the bad like cop that guy, kind of tweaker kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A little worried that he's in charge of the whole team. <laughs> and they've also they've also struggled to find a reliable quarterback because they had Nick Foles. Yep. As their kind of their, their savior when Carson Wentz went down one Super Bowl. Uh, tried to make it worth Car- Carson Wentz, couldn't. He can't stay healthy. He's he's still not staying healthy with the Colts. Uh, and then they got Jalen Hurts, and I think I, I know the jury's still out on him. But man, watching him uh, on Monday night, he looked rough. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It's kind of like he he he. You were right in that he tries to be kind of Lamar, where he'll tuck it and run, but he is not the same runner. Uh, he does not seem to have really come into his own as a passer yet. So we'll see. It's early. Uh, I do like Devontae Smith. I think he's really talented. They're a rookie wide receiver. Um, they got some good things going. But, yeah, I, I think the uh, Eagles are constantly trying to find their Andy Reid now. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are. <laughs> so that's the first part of uh, first part of this next stretch of games. It feels like it kind of lightens up a little bit from there. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I had a quick peek at the next couple of games coming up. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that, like, the next two games especially work out for us. Mm-hmm. Because we have a game against the Eagles, which we'll get into more. But I view them as, like, a not terrible, but not really good team. So that, to me, is, like, your get-right game. That's you play this team, hopefully beat them soundly, you know, play nice, solid football. Don't turn the ball over, hopefully. And that's your get-right game. Mm-hmm. And then after that... Next week, you know what we got coming up? What? It's the Bills. Sunday night football. You like the way the schedule is playing out? Yes. No, okay. the reason I like it is you got a get right game. We gotta have so the get right game get before yourself, the Bills. Get yourself the get right game. And then you have the we're still really freaking good game. So it's the get right game, then the get better game. Um no, this it's more like reminding the rest of the league that we're still really good. So we get right against yeah, the Eagles, and then everyone else gets right when they see us kick yeah. the Bills. But so, like, they see us beat the Eagles, and they're like, oh, "Okay, they're figuring things out, kind of." But know, no one gets not, credit for beating the Eagles. Yeah, they're not gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, they beat the Eagles." I mean, the but then we the play Eagles. the Bills, who I think is shaping up to be at least you know second, third, 
uh, best team in the AFC. And then people are like, oh yeah, the Chiefs are still really freaking good. Yeah, and I still can't really decide who the Bills are because they lost the Steelers opening day and the Steelers are pretty bad. But it was a mirage. It was a mirage. Those are still football games, Jonathan. There was a, a special teams touchdown. Week one, week one is bananas. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, okay, what comes after that? Oh, that, that's all you had? No, I, I had some more things. So, let me pull up the schedule real quick. So that's the next two games, Eagles and then Bills. After that, I really like our next three-game stretch is mm-hmm. against Washington footballs. Mm. That's a very winnable game. Might be facing Taylor Heineke. Then we have against the Titans, who's the best team in the AFC South, but I think it's still not that great. And then we have against the Giants, and the Giants are terrible. So we got three very winnable games after the Bills. And should the Bills go, you know, should that game go the way of the Ravens or the Chargers, then we have some get-right games after that. Yeah, maybe we'll just get right all the way to the Super Bowl. This losing isn't so bad if you got the get-right game afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think that's, an, we talked about this before, but that's an underrated part of the Chiefs' rough start is those were some really good teams we were playing. Yeah. And it feels like it's starting to even out a little bit now. It's hard to see, like, strength of schedule before the season starts because teams that you think might be good might end up looking really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think as the season goes on, we'll realize, oh, that was some pretty good teams we played at the beginning. All that to say, I mean, those, those are three, I mean, those are three teams that we knew at the start of the season. Be pretty good. Yeah, that's also part of the Broncos' false start here, or you know, yeah. kind of flash in the pan is that they're playing a last place schedule. I'm assuming it always looks a little bit easier. That's it's bizarre. I don't, I don't know if like this has ever happened in NFL history where you pay, you play, you have a team that plays like literally the three worst teams in the NFL to start off with, mm-hmm. like Jets, Jags, Giants. I don't think it was in that order, but it was those three teams. Those three teams are garbage. Yeah. That's that's a part of winning your division every year, which I'll remind everyone, the Chiefs are still the AFC West defending champs, even if they're in last place, is that you are always playing the first place schedule. Yeah. Which makes it quite a bit harder. Which is actually, quick diversion, harder than it used to be, because not only do you have... Not only are you playing uh, those three divisional games, mm-hmm. so we're playing like... Uh, I think, what is it, the AFC North this year? Is our like division that we're playing in the AFC? Yeah, in the NFC East. And then nah, we're, we're playing the NFC East at least. Well, I'm just, I'm just talking about the AFC right now. Okay, yeah. But then we also, the strength of schedule doesn't matter for the, whenever, whenever you're playing like the whole division. Mm-hmm. But then you play like your rank in that. So the Chiefs won first, so we're playing the first team in the AFC East and the AFC South. Yep. But on top of that, you're also playing one other team from the NFC now. That's the 17th game. And that's decided by strength of schedule as well. Man, every time I think I understand this, I have to so think about it again. basically okay. we're playing, I think, like the Packers instead of like, you know, the Lions or somebody that the, the Broncos are getting. Mm, okay. Okay. Hey, it makes for better games, right? Yeah. I'm not going to complain too much. So yeah, things are easing up a little bit here potentially, but we're staying focused, laser focused. Laser focused mm. on the Eagles. Yep. One game at a time. Uh, we already previewed the Eagles just a little bit. I started into it. Um, anything, any other thoughts on the, their offense, things they do? There's not a whole lot to talk about, honestly. Um, Miles Sanders is all right. It's hard to tell because like, they got a new coach. 
new coordinators, I assume. So there's not like a whole lot of film out on this team as far as like what they like to do. Yeah. I'd say about the only thing that really worries me um, often on their, as far as their offense, are, uh, they have a pair of really good tight ends, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Mm-hmm. I know they're just kind of old, but they're, they're good tight ends. That's a position that we struggled with in the past, and they have two of them. So Yeah, every year he's one of those guys, Zach Ertz is one of those guys that I'm like, he's still playing? Chris Ford retired still two years ago. Yeah. He's like the, the honorary like Jason Witten now. Well, he's still Jason, out there gobbling up targets from Goddard. Jason Witten's not playing anymore, is he? Oh, goodness, I hope not. He played last year. He did. <laughs> At the age of 57. Well, um, he's playing. He's not broadcasting, so maybe I hope he is. <laughs> he's not broadcasting anymore. No. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about the run game, because that's my lot in life as a Chiefs fan. Um, but I'm really hoping that the, our defense is able to contri- continue the trends that they developed last game where we were really pretty solid against the run. Pass defense is a little bit suspect. Hopefully we get some guys healthy this week. Well, um, the the Eagles, go back to the run game thing, mm-hmm. the Eagles had like a bizarre stat line for the running backs where like Miles Sanders, their primary back, had like two carries the whole game. Two? Yeah. It was insane. Is he kind of like, is, is Nick Sirianni like, like taking on Andy Reid's persona of forgetting to run the ball? I, I don't know. They had like, the post game was like that. We're like, hey, uh... Why don't you run the ball a bit? And he was just like, I don't know. He seemed shocked that that hadn't happened. I think they had like a whole lot of like. Had a good week of practice. You know, those plays where like you can. They send him out there and like you got to run option. You got a pass option. They kept going with the pass option like every single time. Jalen Hurts is like, why would I pass? Why would I hand it off when I can pass it? I don't know. It was bizarre. It was weird. Yeah. Um, they had a good offensive line, but they've lost a couple key pieces there. Yeah. So they still got some good players, but not. I'm not as scared as the rushing attack as um, I would have been earlier. Now, speaking of getting healthy, um, I think Frank Clark and Chris Jones are both questionable again, which Chris Jones played through it. Frank Clark did not. We'll see if he comes back. We'll need him for the rush defense. But Willie Gay Jr. is back this week, and so far as I know, practiced in full today. Did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that'd be that'd be amazing to have him back and see what kind of impact that makes on the defense, because you could make the case for him being our best linebacker right now. It would be nice. I haven't heard anything on Ward or Fenton. In fact, like, Fenton's out on concussion protocol. I don't know about yeah, Ward. Yeah, I think Ward was back practicing. Okay. I think. Good. So, yeah, we'll need our full complement of past defenders. Andy Reid's out there. He is. He's fully healthy. Yeah, 100%. Full participant. Were you concerned at all whenever you first saw on Twitter the, the deal with him where he's, you know, it was first reported that he had, you know, basically been sent to the hospital in an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Were you worried about that at all? For a second, I feel like almost concurrent with the news that he was had taken the ambulance ride um, was the news that he was doing okay. Yeah. So that came out pretty quick. If it was just like he's unresponsive or something like that, I'd have been way more worried. Still don't really know what was going on with him, do we? No. Just kind of got like lightheaded or dehydrated? Uh, I think he – I don't think anyone knows. I, he just kind of – Declined to talk about it, so I thought I cursed him because we just had a conversation about like he could coach ten more years, and then this happened. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> ten more years. Yeah, I will say real quick. Um, I waited until after I knew he was okay, and then I fired off a joke about how it was that last Mahomes interception that finally did him in <laughs> fourth turnover of the day. He just, oh, his heart can take it. Coming to join you. If I was a NFL coach, like that's how I would want to go. Like what? Just mad to the point. Once of you death? get up there, no, like. <laughs> Have like a critical game and then have like 
not Mahomes, obviously, but if you had like a stupid quarterback that like throws a terrible like pick, just like literally die of a heart attack from the pick. And so forever you would be known as like the guy who loved his team so much that he died from a heart attack when he threw an interception. Yeah, we'll pray for Sean Payton. It'd be like a cautionary tale to quarterbacks for the rest of all time. Like if you throw an interception in a critical game moment, I will literally die. <laughs> just like, you know, that coach from that yeah. win. Yeah. Nope, he's good. He's talking about cheesesteaks and cheeseburgers and everything. Mm. What is a cheesesteak? I don't know if I've ever properly had one. Something I've always heard about. I th- it's a sandwich, right? It's like it's like sliced beef, onions, and peppers all fried up in some cheese and slapped on a hoagie, I believe. That doesn't sound appetizing to me. I don't know. The never steak really, and the never cheese. Really tried it. I feel like if I went to like, like Quiznos down here or something and got a cheesesteak, that is not the same as what they eat in Philadelphia. So... I don't know. Never been to Philly. Don't really plan to. Um, on the other side of the ball. Yeah. Chiefs offense. Mm-hmm. Against the Eagles defense. The Eagles defense, I can name you two players. Who's um that? Fletcher Cox, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's probably right up there with Chris Jones in terms of second best defensive tackle. Yeah, he's in that. Chris Jones is an end now, whatever. He's but. in that tier. Yeah, he's in like the Aaron Donald, Chris Jones tier of interior slash big defensive lineman. Uh, Jason Hargrove, uh, he's another big, big old wide body in there. I, I do not know who that Both is. of those guys are in the middle. That's the two tackles? Yeah, so so we might have a bit of a hard time running it up the middle this week. Um, and it's going to test our interior defensive line, especially Fletcher Cox, who's a talented pass rusher. Which, by the way, our interior offensive line, nothing mm-hmm. against the tackles, but they've looked really good. And maybe yeah. it's just because like it's been so long since we've had a really good interior offensive I think, line. I think that's it. I mean, they looked fine. It's just I think it's the point of comparison, really. Yeah, but I mean, just like seeing Mahomes like step up into the pocket and have like you know a nice solid firm pocket up front to step up into, mm-hmm. it's it's very nice. See, so, yeah, I don't know too much with their edge rushers. It would be good to have Niang have a bounce back week after getting kind of sunned by Joey Bosa last week. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Um. I'm feeling pretty good about you know, everything else we're going to do on offense. I don't think of the Eagles' defense as being dominant. They just got completely run over by the Cowboys. And I think we're at least on par, probably better than them in the passing game department. Well, they got a run over and they got passed all over. It was both. They couldn't stop either one. Mm-hmm. And again, I think there's some good trends from last week. Uh, you know, Clyde getting his feet under him and he went for 100 yards rushing. It'd be good to continue that. Um, and then it's just all about turn- taking turnovers out of the game. Yeah. And I don't think um, turnovers, absolutely. I would I would love to see like a nice clean game with no turnovers on offense. Yeah. Um, I don't think their defense has like the talent required to run that, you know, roof defense that we were talking about last no. week. And I'm, I'm starting to wonder if any team has the talent besides the Chargers. I think you're going to see... Maybe the Rams. I think you're going to see the Broncos do the same thing. Yeah, they got pretty good safety. Because Staley used to... I think he was some kind of coach under Fangio back in the day. Yeah. On the Bears. I mean, the Chargers have like Asante Samuel Jr., Chris Harris Jr., um, Durbin James. I don't really know who else, but like, there's a very, Casey very Hayward. talented yeah, defensive backfield. I don't, I don't know if most teams have that. Yeah. Well, they do have one very talented defensive back who's got a revenge game against the Chiefs. You know who that is? Steve Nelson. Stevie Nelson. I thought he was in Pittsburgh. PFF's darling boy, Steve Nelson. <laughs> I swear that's like the moment I stopped trusting that company. It was like 2018. They kept telling me he was like 
one of the best corners in the game. And I'm like, that does not fit what I am seeing on the field at all. Trust your eyes, Jonathan. And then he went to the Steelers, and they said the same thing, and the Steelers cut him after like a year. So I was like, okay, I yeah. feel kind of vindicated in you just my kind of, take on that. Just kind of wandered across the Allegheny Mountains over to uh, Philadelphia. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the Chiefs will not have, likely, their newest weapon in the form of Josh Gordon available this week, still learning the offense. No. No. But I will say I'm a little surprised from, from news coming out and from reports uh, or even like media appearances by coaches. It feels like there's a definite plan in place to get him really involved and making a point of him being involved in the offense. Yeah, I had, I had a similar impression where I was kind of surprised how they didn't, didn't seem to be downplaying his importance as much as I thought they would, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I think Tobe, which I know he's like the st- special teams guy, but I thought he was had like a quote that – Talked about like they wanted to, it would take a while to get Gordon worked in, but once they did, he might be kind of work as a wide receiver two or three. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. Well, okay. There's one really important thing to remember here with, uh, with the Josh Gordon signing, and that's that it was not the plan for the Chiefs to go into the season with McCall Hardiman as their number two receiver. We went out and tried to sign Juju Smith Schuster. And those aren't like two incredibly, I mean, they're, they're size wise, they're kind of similar. Uh, I think. They're very or they're very different in skill set. Yeah, yeah. Juju's way more of a slot receiver. Josh yeah. Gordon's more outside, a, big threat. He's a move the sticks kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Juju is. So I guess my, my point is, it felt like we needed a bigger possession receiver, or we tried to get it earlier in the offseason. So this isn't like a major departure from our plan. This is more like, oh, we still turns out we still need that second guy who can help move the sticks. Yeah. So I, I honestly think this isn't just like a... I, I'm used to doing the Brett Beach thing where he signs someone who used to be good or used to be a big deal. And I learned to temper expectations where it's like, this guy might not even see the field. Even if he does, he might be a shell of himself. It feels like there's a plan in place to bring Josh Gordon along quickly and make him a part of the offense. Maybe not a major part, but a, a significant part of the offense sooner than later. Oh, gosh. I am way too excited about this now. Yeah. And I feel like 10 days ago, I would have slapped myself in the face for being excited about Josh Gordon. <laughs> like, no, he's not going to be active. It's ridiculous. But I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun that way, you know? Yeah. Well, Just get your hopes up. It's probably not going to work out, but... I, I, I'm way more used to the Chiefs being, signing someone and being like, oh, yeah, he might play at some point this year. But, like, they asked Andrew Reid about it, and he's like, oh, he's uh, he's coming along. He's still got a little while. He probably won't play this week. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, Real quick. Okay, yeah, granted he wasn't going to play this week. Yeah. He just showed up. That's why... Um, it's so important to like listen to the interviews because like you see a quote like that. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it or not. I'm not going after you here, but it sounds like you know, like the inflection that he uses in that quote will tell you everything. Mm-hmm. Where if he's like, "Oh yeah, he's not going to play this week," that's like, "Oh, it sounds like he might play next week." With Andy Reid, it was like, you know, they were asking when he's going to play. Like, eh, you know, it's going to be a while. He's not going. He's not going to play this week. You know. Yeah. It was like a it was like a joke. He's like basically like, "Calm down, guys." So here's the thing, Jonathan. I would rather be irrationally excited than actually okay. watch the presser. Yeah. In that case, forget I said anything. He's going to play Thank next you. week. <laughs> I will. I will determine the inflection uh, in the context of the entire quote. I do have a question for you. What's that? Um, do you think it's a bit telling what the front office thinks of our current wide receiver two and three options? Yes, honestly, I do. Um, I think you look in the last couple of weeks, there's been some good, 
right? Like Marcus Robinson had a really good catch. McColl's been getting involved somewhat. Mm-hmm. But of like the those three, McCole Hardman, Marcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, I, I've I've seen a lot of inconsistency. A lot of goofy drops, a lot of guys not being where they're supposed to be. Um it just feels like they're still like 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 I said, no one has distinguished himself from that group. Yeah. And I think that's fine. Um we we probably need to start coming around to the idea that if McColl gets a second contract, it's going to be like as a like in, in line with like Demarcus Robinson. He could probably do better on the free market. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see, like kind of at the end of the season where he's at. But mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't doesn't feel like a guy that you pay a whole lot of money for right now. And I don't mean that to say that Josh Gordon is going to be installed on the depth chart above all those guys immediately. I think it's more like let's add one more horse to this race and see if he pulls ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like we were trying to do the like wide receiver two by committee, like they do with running backs, mm-hmm. and. Uh, not working out super great. Let me tell you who I'm more excited about in this game than anyone we just talked about. Who's that? Jody Fortson. Oh, all right. I would love to see the Chiefs start running more two tight end sets with Fortson on pass routes. I'm very excited to see what he could do. You think he's out there in two tight end sets? Yeah. Is he just jumping right in front of the other pa- On passing downs. I, yeah. I feel like he's way more our passing tight end. Blake Bell's more the running tight end. Not to say that Blake Bell can't catch. He can, but I think like early downs, Blake Bell, later downs, Jody Fortson, especially red zone, where he caught his uh, target last week. Um, Noah Gray feels like he's your one catch a week kind of guy, maybe. But yeah, I'm pretty big on Fortson. Yeah. I, w- I would love it if that was. I mean, I don't, I don't expect him to be the guy who is, you know, the number three option behind Tyreek and Travis, but maybe he could definitely play out wide. I don't know, he just seems to have more momentum than those other guys, and I haven't seen as much of the dumb mistakes. He did catch a touchdown pass the other day. Exactly. Turned it Very up. nearly dropped it, but he didn't. Hey, what do you call it when you almost drop it? A catch. Exactly. Well, not if you're at the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any other thoughts on the Eagles? Um, let me think. My, my impression from Monday Night Football was... Their defensive line is nasty. Mm-hmm. That's like, you can tell like when a group is like talented and playing well, but then when they're like, there's a whole different level whenever they're like playing with an edge and they're like, oh, these guys are kind of scary. I don't really want to play against them. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that's what their defensive line is. So this is going to be a very important game as far as like protecting the pat because I don't want those, I don't want those dudes getting to them. They're nasty. Yeah. And maybe this is an opportunity in... You know, again, I don't want to fall into the trap, but if this is a game that's not going to be particularly close, we could work on some of those West Coast concepts where we're throwing quick slants and screens and short game so that whenever we get that roof put on us, we can raise the roof. Bust right through. Whoop, whoop. Exactly. Yeah, I have a hard time getting up for this game too much. Like, I know, oh, I'm, I know I don't. I'm taking every game seriously now, and, you know, I, I, I respect the Eagles as opponents, but... I just don't. I don't have much vitriol for the Eagles. I don't have too many thoughts or hot takes. I don't. Ha- I don't have much opinion on them at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Again, but also like that's why this is a get right game because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who we're playing. It's just it's a team. When you go beat them, when you get W. So I'm I'm ready to roll. Yeah, me too. I gotta psych myself up as a fan. They're disrespecting us somehow. Yeah, get some bulletin board material. You want me to go read the Eagles blogs? See how they're calling us trash, saying we can't win a game. 
on two-game <laughs> lead streak. I'm sure they're thinking that after they got embarrassed by their divisional opponent. You know, I mean, they are coming off of that Cowboys game in, in kind of similar similar straits to what we are, where, you know, granted we had a much, much closer game, but if your season's going kind of rough, we're both 1-2, and, and we both just lost two division rivals. So maybe that maybe they're considering. I don't think they consider us our, their get right game, but maybe uh, maybe some frustration gets pent up and unleashed, and we have a closer game than we're anticipating. Mm, hungry dog runs faster. They're pretty hungry. Well, hungry they've lost twice, but hung, we're also a hungry dog because we've lost twice. Hungry eagle flies higher or lower, but we're or faster. We're a hungry chief who shoots the eagle with an arrow. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Let's not let's not get it too much into the bows and arrows. <laughs> I mean, the chief is named for the mayor of Kansas City. <laughs> okay, the arrowhead is a is we're a going with that pan cultural tool used by prehistoric I'm men. I'm sure it's a complete coincidence that yeah, we named our stadium Arrowhead, and our colors are red, white, and yellow. That has nothing to do with Native Americans. Ah, uh, yeah, it does. What? Like the feather headdresses. Of all kinds of colors, not just red and gold. No, they're primarily red, gold, Oh, yeah? How many authentic Native American headdresses have you seen? Uh, so many. <laughs> Didn't put any blue or green or nothing. I look, I've watched a lot of westerns, okay? Every yeah, every headdress I saw at Arrowhead had gold and red hair. Yeah, I mean, it's true. <laughs> this is okay. This is a random topic, and I want to, I want to, unless you guys have anything else to talk about on this week's preview. Uh, Nothing. Nothing essential. I How just, do you feel about gold as a football color? Gold? Especially since it's not really gold. It's more of just like a yellow. Um, it's okay. I think I, it's, I it, don't it have a like, strong take it on it. It makes like for good trim on the uniform, but like for anything Chiefs related, if it's like using the secondary color and it's that just aggressive yellow, I kind of blanch it out a little bit. It's like, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. We're like, it's a trim color. Like yeah. you don't want your whole thing to be that. Yeah. Like if one of your like primary colors, if your like whole pants or whole like jersey is yellow, you've done something wrong. I tell you what, have you ever seen the alternative well, alternative jerseys that have like yellow jersey but with red numbers? Like, like fans will wear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just I looks, hate those. it looks like someone at a barbecue used the ketchup spoon and then put it in the mustard. It looks terrible. And so you got it all mixed up. Yeah. It looks like I don't know. It looks like they're like supposed to be like scout team colors to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate that color combination. I will say, since we're, I don't know, talking about colors now, mm-hmm. um, if you're going to go with the gold, you got to have like a color to offset it. Yeah. So if you're going with like heavy, heavy gold, you can't also have like heavy, heavy, aggressive red, which is what the Chiefs had. Mm-hmm. But you can if you got like another, like more muted color to offset it, like a black, like the Steelers, or like a dark green, like the Packers. So you wish the Chiefs more like the Steelers or Packers? No, I don't. I don't because like we don't we don't have an aggressive use of yellow. That's true. Jerseys. Don't do it on the it's primarily red. It's primarily white. Gold's just kind of the trim. Which do you is know nice. the one appropriate application for the yellow color? Um, penalty flag? No. Yellow end zones. Yellow end zones are awesome. Mm, yeah, I guess so. You don't think so? Come on, we get like the retro. That's what that was the, the yeah. Ravens game, well, the, the first playoff guess, game. Um, the reason it's cool is because of the retro. Yeah, not necessarily because of the color itself. So if that's like something they had never done before and they busted out like brand new, I'd be like, ugh, gross. Yeah, grass is supposed to be green. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's just cool because of the retro. All right, you heard it here. 
<laughs> that was um that was talking that's colors. Been our uh, colors podcast. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think I previewed all I can preview. Anything yeah. else you want to tell listeners before we sign off? Um. No, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, enjoyed the game, and uh, we will see you in our recap podcast probably up Monday or Tuesday. Go Chiefs. Thanks for listening to another episode of Chiefs Bros. Subscribe to the show on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Chiefs Bros. We'll talk to you later.